appreciate everyone's patience. Um, just wanted to walk through why we're here a little bit later than normal. Uh, played Monday night. Um, the game ended Tuesday. I think we left locker room Tuesday morning. And just looking around the locker room uh, at our players, at our, as our staff, felt like there was a kind of sadness about the way the season ended. There was kind of a shell shock feeling that was going on. And I think what we do a good job of is kind of communicating, figuring out the reasons for things, how we can get better. And so we gave everyone Tuesday off. Um, and then Coach and I and our coaches uh, met with all our players. We had exit interviews. Um, that lasted for a couple of days. Obviously, the snowstorm on Friday. Um, so a lot of people were out of the office. The office was closed. And then we went into the weekend and, uh, like we do, try to figure out a plan to get better. So um, I apologize for kind of the delay. And um, we're here now. Can you walk us through the decision to remove Brian Johnson as your offensive coordinator? And did you talk to Jay when you considered their relationship when you made that decision? Sure, yeah. You know, we uh, evaluated our season at the at the end of the you know at the end of the year. Obviously, are going to be in con constant evaluation of this. Um, you know, we did what we thought was best at, at that time, uh, at the time. And you know, I can't say enough good things about Brian though. Um, you know, he's a great a great football coach, um, and he's going to have another opportunity to 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 lead an offense. And I and I will miss him. Um, you know, some of the things that we want to do. Um, as a team is, you know, grow in, in a lot of different areas uh, and, grow in, and grow in, you know, some of the guys that have been in here with me for the have been there for, with me for a while. So it's about coming up with fresh ideas and um, and doing some things different. And, and that's exactly where we are right, right now. And sometimes, you know, Brian being, you know, at that position, um, you know, Unfortunately, he's he's the one that is 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 leaving at this particular time. Uh, but I can't say can't tell you how much uh, I appreciate him as a coach. We've had a we've had a lot of success here in the past three years, and, and Brian's contributed a lot to that. Um, and but like I said, we're, it's it's now about uh, bringing in fresh ideas, um, some different thoughts than 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 what a lot of the guys. You know, sometimes when you're with a group of guys, like we've been together for three years, that group of guys. But in addition to that. You know, it was a couple of the other guys that I've been with for 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 multiple years as well, um, and so we just wanted to to bring in some fresh ideas, and and, uh, and that's where we are with Nick, that. With, right those now. Fresh, with those fresh ideas, Nick, how willing are you to change some of the structure of your offense if you see fit? Yeah, I mean that's exactly what where that's what you're saying, exactly what we're talking about. So, you know, it's not it's just about putting the players in the best positions to 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 succeed, but and doing things differently um, at times too. But there's going to be things that whoever the, the new coordinator is, there's going to be things that, you know, they bring that are going to be, you know, fresh ideas for us uh, to help our players grow and our, help our players play at the top level. And there's been some things that, that we've done really well on offense too in the past that, you know, that you'll mesh in some of that together as well. Um, I think it, you know, with, with some of the success that we've had these last, these last three years and the things that our guys do well. And so I'm excited about that. The, you know, and you know, the, the new, the new ideas, meshing with some of the old ideas we'll see how that continues to go as we go through our go through our off-season process and um and where we land with that but yeah i mean obviously you know when you get 
to me, we got a little bit stale on offense at the by the end. Um, you know, at the end of the year, and these ideas and this and this new and this new person coming in is is meant to you know take away the staleness and add and add the value of what they're adding to the to the offense. Nick, just for clarification, though, it'll be your scheme, and you'll have final authority on on what is run. Yeah, you know, it's it's our scheme. It's it will be our scheme of what we're what we're doing. And so again, I don't know exactly what that will look like yet, right? We're we're bringing in a guy to bring in new ideas, um, to do the things that that he's done in the past. Um, we're gonna we're going through an extensive uh, search to to get that right person. Um, but it'd be crazy not to add some of the things that we've done in the past uh, here as well. You, I don't know if it's going to be ninety-five percent this. 90, we're, we're not there yet, right? We're working on getting the best guy in here for the job, um, and you know, a guy who has a vision, uh, a guy who can, who's going to call the plays, um, a guy who's going to be able to coach the quarterback in the in the in the in the same sense there. Um, so it's just about getting the right guy, and then we'll 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 decide where that goes. But I'm hiring him to do a job um, and to be in charge of the offense. Nick, when you look you... the defensive side of the ball, what are you looking for in your new defensive coordinator? Are you looking for somebody potentially to be a little bit more aggressive, or are you still married to like to say the big Fangio type scheme that you guys do a couple of years? Yeah, we're looking for the guy who's best fits the you know who is the best person for the job, right? And that can be, there's many different systems that, that work. There's many different systems that work well. Um, and we're looking for the guy who's going to be best for the job that can utilize the skills that our players have um, so they can play at their highest level. Um, and so a lot of good candidates there as well. And that's what we're going through right now. Um you know, as we speak. Nick, if the, if the offensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense and the defensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense, what is your role going to be? The head coach of the football team. What does team. that entail? How, how does it change? Yeah, um, I guess what, you know, it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now. Um, you know, does that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times? Maybe. Right. Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working, you know, with our, our five core values are taking every day at a time. Like we're not coming up with new core values. Uh, I mean, we may shuffle of where, you know, where the things are that are important. Um, and the most important, um, but that's diving into that, building the culture, having a relationship with the guys on the football team, um, because I know when, when I have that connection with the guys on the football team, um, that's when things are, you know, that when, that's when the culture is working um, and, and working at high level, and then that's where our connection with the players and then their connection with each other works well, too. Let me answer a question. Let me, let me take one. Howie, um, just from a, a personnel standpoint on defense, mm -hmm. um, where are you as far as how far from being able to field the kind of defense you guys want to field? Yeah, I think, um, Ruben, when, when I think about uh, the contributions I can make to help this team, I know that um, when I'm doing my best um, – and I have my best seasons, this team has a chance to have its best seasons. And so, like, I, I hold myself to a very high standard. Um, I think we have a, a lot of good young players on this team. I think we have the ability to go out and, and continue to add to that. I'm very excited about the core that we have on offense um, going forward, obviously. Um, and so in, in terms of that, uh, you know, our goal every year is to fill the best possible team. And, 
you know, I go back um, to last year um, on the Tuesday after we lost the Super Bowl, and um, Nick walked into my office and he said, "How you doing?" and and I said to him, you know, I think the thing that I'm most upset about is how many good people we're going to lose, you know, on and off the field. And and so I knew what was coming. Um, I knew the schedule was going to be harder. I knew that, um, you know, it was probably easier to get the offense to a place quicker than it was the defense. And, um, you know, we never want to be just kind of in the middle of packing both, you know. And so um, I feel like uh, a lot of the things that uh, we try to do uh, last off season. Um, was kind of try to keep our priorities intact about how we like to build the team. Um, you know, we could talk about that and uh, some of the decisions we make. And, um, you know, I expect, accept responsibility for, for whatever we got to do to make sure that when the season falls short of not playing this week and beyond, you know, um, I'm certainly responsible for that as well. How is it the defensive line in particular? Um, what do you attribute their underperformance relative to the investment um, to and – is there anything about the way that this season played out that has sort of changed your, your roster goes across? Yeah, I think you don't want uh, – we, we, I feel like we've had a long history uh, of success here um, building the team a certain way. And I think maybe uh, there's some preconceived notions that, you know, we're just um, at the linebacker position, you know, that we don't care who we play at linebacker. And, again, you know, our two Super Bowl teams over the last six years, uh, the linebacker play was good, you know, from those guys. And I think – if anything, um, it's my belief in the players that we have, the young players that we have. Um, I have a lot of belief, and I know Coach does as well, in N'Kobe Dean, you know. And so I believe in the player. I believe in the person. Um, you know, we lost two linebackers at that uh, spot, two good players uh, from our Super Bowl team. Um, and we had N'Kobe Wade in the wings. We drafted him for that role. Um, obviously, it didn't work out perfectly for him this year. That doesn't change the, uh, the belief we have in, in the player. Um, and then, you know, we felt like we'd have the ability to get uh, an off-ball linebacker, a will linebacker who can, who can run and hit. And, and honestly, when you watch the tape, uh, Zach Cunningham had a good year. He really did. And he had a mentality that we liked from that position. Um, uh, of course, you know, we missed some of the guys that left as free agents, missed some of the guys on and off the field that we had uh, strong relationships with. Howie, what was your involvement in, in the process that led to Sean Desai's demotion? Uh, you know, coach comes to me and tells me kind of what he's thinking. Um, no different than um, when he decided to give Shane the play calling duty. And he said, hey, this is what uh, I'm going to do. Um, I trust him with the coaching staff. That's his responsibility, just like he trusts me with my front office staff. And um, that's how we're structured here. That's how the relationship works. And uh, I always want to be a supporter for him and a resource. So um, if he needs me to do something, if he asks me a question, if he asks me, um, an opinion, you know, in a situation like this, um, he had made up his mind, he had made a decision, and I'm going to support him. If you could go back and do that again, would you do it the same way? That you, like, would you replace Sean with Matt again? And I guess uh, whether you would or not, what did you learn from replacing a coordinator, you know, into, I don't know if it was December or not yet, but when, you know, 13 games in the season? Yeah, obviously, I understand that any anything that I do and uh, make any decision that I make, uh, if it doesn't work out, it can be you can look at it and, and second guess it. So we are we are right now. At the time I made that decision, like I've told you guys, I made that decision because I thought it was the best decision that, that for the team. And um, you know, obviously we all fell short um, at the end um, at those last six weeks of the season, right? All all of us did. And so um, you know, I say. Obviously, Matt was in a tough situation uh, trying to because you can't completely change um, 
you know, the defense, right? And so he was, you know, trying to, you know, make, make some things happen with, quite frankly, th- things that weren't his defense. So I know I put Matt in a tough spot. I know I put Sean in a tough spot, obviously. Um, but at the, at the time that I, I did that, um, you know, I did it because I thought it was the best decision for the, for the football team. Um, and there's a lot of decisions I have to make like that, make like that, whether I go for it on fourth down in certain situations, uh, what our philosophy is on a, in a four minute drive at the end of a game. Um, and, and trust me, every time we do something like that and it doesn't work, I, I think to myself, what what was the best thing? And I can only come back to that uh, answer to you right now is that, and forevermore, that at the time when I did it, I did it because I thought it was the best thing for the defense. Yeah, and yeah, last, year, last, year, last, last year, you talked about the vision that you had for the defense, you know, things that you were convicted in, you know, philosophically. I guess, has that shifted as you start the search? No, I, I mean, I'm, you're always growing as a coach, right? So there's some things that you know, year in, year out, players that you have, uh, different scenarios you go through um, can le- lead to where your visions are and your philosophies are. But, you know, those things are, are in constant, evol- uh, you know, they're evolving at all times. Um, and so are there things that I still believe in, um, you know, even going through a, a difficult stretch here like we did? Of course, right? And the offense, defense, special teams, how to build, you know, how to, to lead the team. There's a ton of those things. But I don't think there's any growth um, unless you look at some things and say, and be critical on yourself of say, okay, well, this was my philosophy here. This was a belief here and this didn't work out. And sometimes the answer, you, you, you look at those things and sometimes the answer is no, I still believe in this. And sometimes the answer is, you know, maybe I need to make a, a adjustment here with that. And, and so that's the, that's the, you know, that's the process of just going through it and, and getting and trying to get better. And so, um, of course there's things that, um, that I'll, I'll be adjusting. Um, but there's still things that, um, uh, there's probably more, you know, you don't just take just a, a six week stretch and say, boom, I'm scratching this entire philosophy. You know, you look at it as a whole, you act, you, you ask yourself, you drag yourself through the mud of the, of the, the bad stuff that you've went through and you say, do I need to, you know, to make adjustments and, and, yeah, the answer is yes a lot of times, and then the answer is no, this is the way it, it needs to be, and we just got to do it better or coach it better or, or whatever it is. Nick, do you, you think that was with the staleness of the offense? What are the things that you're finding yourself open to changing, and you maintain a lot of your staff to do a lot of the same things? So, how has it been looking outside of that, and how are you with this situation and the offense? How what is your confidence that instead of the entire wall that you can leave that? Yeah, Yeah, I think every conversation that we're having is about how we can move forward together. And I think the important thing for us to look at is before the stretch, which was a difficult stretch, you know, not uh, diminishing the one and six stretch at the end. We're 26 and five over the last 31 games. I mean, that's four times the amount of games that we played um, over this stretch. That is hard to do in the National Football League. That is hard to find um, a head coach in this league who has that record of success. Um, I think we were 33-11 and 11 up until that point um, with Nick. Um, we've made the playoffs three straight years. Again, not okay finishing one and six. So I'm not sitting up here saying that. But um, it is hard to find somebody who can do those sort of things. And um, I think as we go forward – you know, doing this together in a way that continues to get the best possible people we can on and off the field 
for me, um, that's my job to, to try to make sure that we have that on the field and, and my group is as strong as we possibly can get. And I know Nick's committed to that on, in his group. Nick, Nick when, when, you look at, when you look at the decision to move on from Brian Johnson, how much of a factor was Jalen, I mean, not necessarily like if you consulted him, but like just as far as making the change and, and the new offensive coordinator, like how much of a factor is he as far as all that? Yeah, like, like I said, like obviously – um, we're always everything we're doing is trying to get our players to to perform better and and to continue to grow. Um, so the the new coordinator, if I'm if I'm answering your question right here, the new coordinator is obviously going to be heavily involved in in not only the you know he, he's bringing in a scheme um, to to be able to run um, to be able to uh, for us to to function in um, and that scheme has to be something that our players can function and our, our quarterback can, is going to be excel at and so um, I'm looking forward to the the whoever that is to come in and do those things as far as uh, and you want and you want there to be comfort um with with Jalen and whoever is this new coordinator um and so obviously talk just like I talked to Howie about it just like talked to Kevin Patul about it I'll talk to Jalen about that as well um and some of the things you know you're in constant communication with your players especially your quarterback and so we'll talk through we'll talk through everything I'll, I'll I'll keep him um aware of things that that he needs to be aware of um and you know, keep him in the loop of that because you know that he's he's our guy, and 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 uh, you know it's really important that that those two guys are going to work hand in hand to to make sure that we're we're getting back to where we need to be. Did you have to consult with Jalen about your decision to let Brian go? Yeah, you know, obviously we we talk about everything, um, and we we communicate on everything. Um, won't get into specific uh, discussions on you know what we talk about, but yeah, we we, we discuss everything. What was his reaction was... to to Brian getting dismissed? Um, obviously, they have a, a a relationship. I mean, you'll have to ask Jalen when you get an opportunity to talk to him. But you know, anytime you have to let people go, we all we all hurt when we let people go. Every one of us, right? Um, this isn't. This is the the worst part of the job having a, to let people go. You know, there's, it doesn't just affect the person you let go. They, um, it affects the families, um, and it affects the like. There's a friendship there, like like that we we have worked together every day for the past three years, um, and we've spent way more time with each other than we have with our families uh, or our loved ones, and and you and you grow close and you grow close bonds, and so. You know, I, I don't even want to get into the, you know, what every play, like everyone's going to be hurting from this, right? Not just the, like, not just the, the guy that got let go, but the, the people, the friendships that are, they're not over, but, you know, you're not going to see that person every day like you have for the, in the past. And so those, that's the, that's the most difficult part of this, this business. I feel like if I can explain that on the human side of this thing, like that's the most difficult part of this business is saying goodbye to, to friends. Um, you know, and I, and I can't, I can't, it's, it's the worst part. And I, I really can't explain to you how, how shitty it feels when you have to do those things and everybody feels it, right. The, the coach to coach player to player to coach. And so, like I said, Brian did so many good things, and 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 like how he was talking about the games that we've won, the success that we've had. Brian's a big part of that, 
um, and, and we'll all and we'll all be we're all sad uh, for for what's went down and and how and what's what's going on right now. What needs to be done? What needs to be done? It's it's atypical the way this long to speak. How would you characterize those end of season meetings from your perspective? And did you feel you had to sell your vision or sell yourself uh, in those meetings with Jeffrey? You know, obviously we we have those meetings after every year. Um, and we talk about, you know, the progression of the team, um, where we're going, what we did well, things we didn't do well. And, you know, that was just, that was kind of business as usual right there. Um, it was a little, obviously, at the end of the at the end of the game, right, on Monday night, you get back late on Tuesday, how he explained all that. We have player meetings, right? Uh, it takes me about two to three days to get through every player. Then you're trying to get through every coach. Then you're having the meetings there. And so it is a, it's a long process to get to where we are right now, where we have, you know, we're able to answer your questions a little bit, a little bit more. Um, and, and so, I, I mean, I guess that's with how he said what he said with the, uh, you know, why we're, we're in our, why we're meeting right now. Um, but there is, a, but going into the meeting, did you ask, say what you asked again? Yeah, with Jeffrey, did you have to sell yourself or sell your vision for how to fix it? Yeah, again, it was the same. It was business as usual of how we how we go um, about an end of year meeting. Um, you know, obviously, what my thought is there, and and so it was just it was just normal, Zach. Um, it wasn't anything anything different than it's been the last three years. Now, in my mind, right, in my mind, you better believe I'm thinking, how do I reprove myself? Right, I was a young coach that. Um, that Mr. Laurie and, and Howie and, and this organization uh, trusted to give the job to. I had to prove myself that, you know, this, this, this guy uh, can, can lead, you know, the organization like they, like they asked me to. And I had to prove myself from then. And I think that, you know, you asked me that question, like, did I like have to sell my vision? No, because again, it was business as usual, but you better believe that I'm thinking after that one and six finish, uh, after starting the way we started and doing the things that we've done in the past, that I'm thinking I'm going to prove them right again. Um, that, you know, and we're going to prove them right. Right. We got to reprove ourselves. We got to go prove it again. And so that's how I, that's how I feel right now. Um, that's how, you know, I'm attacking this off season. That's how I'm attacking this, this upcoming, you know, season as we, as we get ready for it. Um, just hungry to be able to prove myself again to, you know, Mr. Laurie and the faith that he's had in me and Howie and the faith he's had in me and, and the rest of the team and, and the city. Can I, can I just say something? I, I, I just want to say something because I think, um, I think it's important, Tim, something you said made me think about this, to think about these exit meetings and um, what the purposes of them are. And the purpose of them is, like everything we do, we're trying to accumulate information. You know, for us to make good decisions, we're trying to accumulate information. But at the end of the day, the decisions are made by us. You know, um, we understand um, that everyone has, has different opinions and perspectives, but we're going to make those decisions. So I say that just in relation to, you know, you ask kind of what Jalen and and that's not fair also to Jalen. You know, he's 25 years old, you know. Like, Jalen is continuing to grow and get better. And what we see at 25 is going to be different than 26. I'm just using Jalen as an example here. And so I think for us it's also important to understand, like, we accept responsibility. Whatever the product is, at the end of the day, that's that's on me. That's on coach, and, and we accept that. So we don't ask the players to make these decisions. Um, we don't ask the other people who work for us to make the, these decisions. 
we try to get information and we try to make the best decisions we possibly can so that the confetti can fall on our head again and we can be world champs again because that's the only agenda. But in terms of, but in terms of improving Jalen, what needs to be done, um, Nick, and Howie, and from Jalen himself to get him back playing like he was in 2022? Yeah, you know, obviously we're all going to have things that we need to work on. Um, and 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 Jalen is no different than than any. We all are going to have a look. We're going to all go look at the things that from the season and say, "Oh, we need to work on this," or "We need to work on that." Um, without getting into the specifics of that, cause like I said, we all. I'm, you guys are going to ask me, "What about this? What about that?" You know, what the one thing I do know about Jalen is, you know, when people or when there are things of his game that he needs to improve, he he goes to work and he and he does he busts his ass to do that. Um, I think, you know, you saw such a, you know, I think that there was a lot of questions after that first year about some things about could he be the passer or whatever, whatever the questions were. And he came out and put together MVP type season the following year, like in just his, the way he threw the ball, the way he delivered the ball, accuracy, all those different things. Like he just continues to grow. And I, and I said it last year, a bunch, like, I don't know if we know what this guy's ceiling is because he's going to work and do everything he, he needs to do to get better and you know and for you know for 11 weeks this year right for 11 weeks this year he was on top of the MVP talk right you guys asked about that and then he was on top of the MVP talk of where he was through 11 weeks and we all had a bad stretch through the last part portion of it. In fact, there were games like even even though we were in a bad stretch as a team, I thought Jalen was playing really good football. So like, but I get it. Like me as the head coach, Jalen as the quarterback, we're going to draw the the most scrutiny and the most you know attention and eyes, and we understand that and the seats that we sit in. But I know I know that the things that Jalen needs to work on, and the things that we'll sit down together and talk about. Um, and the thing, I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to bust his ass to do that because that's who he is. That's who he's been since the day he's got here. That's why he continues to develop um, in, in things that maybe people thought was a, was a negative for him in the past that he's made into a strength. So um, I have no doubt about the person doing that because I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it over and over again, and I look forward to him doing it with this, this offseason with all the things that we talk about um, of, for all of us to improve on. When you look at this, what happened this uh, past year, and especially with a lot of noise that were talking about Nick and, and possibly replacing him from the outside, what gave you the confidence to bring him back for another season and to lead this team? Because I've seen it been done. You know, I've had the opportunity to to work with him, and uh, I've seen what he has done, um, winning games, winning games, um, put us in a position. We're competing for a world championship, um, putting us in a position where every year we're in the playoff race and giving us an opportunity with the team to do that. Those things are hard to find. Uh, you know, um, I don't know the stat off my head, but I'm, I'm sure there's not more than a handful of teams who've made the playoffs the last three years. Um, and it takes all of us. Uh, we had a tough stretch. Um, if you go back to when we walked off the field after the Buffalo game and we were 10-1, and which, you know, I've talked about that time machine. I would take a time machine to do that. That would be a beautiful thing, but we can't. Um, I think there would be a lot different narrative being told, and we can't lose sight of the big picture. Um, we have a lot of good people on this football team. We got a lot of good players. We got a lot of good coaches. We got a lot of good people in this building. You know, I look around this building, and I couldn't be more proud of the people. That doesn't mean we can't fight through adversity. That doesn't mean we can't 
overcome this and take this back to the level and beyond that we were at last year. It's not going to take a snap of the fingers. We got to work hard. We, we got to do whatever we can to have the right people, um, bring in the right people to, to do that. But we have a lot of those pieces in place. Um, this cupboard isn't even close to bear. That said that Vic Fangio and the Dolphins parted ways, and that specifically the Eagles will be. It's just like what happened when you had to do a press conference at one time. It's like just. Uh, buyer trade. What, 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 was, yeah. what was it? It was the buyer trade. Oh, it wasn't, yeah. It said, it said specifically he will be the top target for the Eagles. I was curious if you can comment on that. We got a lot of good, we got a lot of good targets um, that we're working through. Um, you know, and there are a lot of guys that have, have done really well in their interview process and look forward to continue on that process. We'll see what happens. All the evaluations been completed or we're still working. We're still working. Yeah. And and that's what and that's what's tough. Right. You're, you're still working. And there's some guys that are still up in there. You know, I, I hate this for them because we are replacing coordinators and. And and there's guys that are up in the air, um, and, and their families are up in the air in the sense of like I got to get a coordinator in before we make a decision on maybe some of the quality controls or some of the position coaches. Um, I know I believe in the guys upstairs, um, and but you know also there there has to be an ability for some of the coordinators to bring in you know maybe one or two of their guys or or more, um, and so that's still an evaluation process. That's something that might not get sorted out until the coordinator's hired, until that coordinator gets to meet with some of the guys, make sure they can work together. Um, and so that's still, in a, that's still a process that we're going through. Over the years, you've been, pretty you've been pretty consistent with us talking about the offense, whether it's, you know, if Shane's here, it's your offense, calling the players Brian, it's your offense. When, from that change, that evolution, any encouragement come from outside, or is that something just coming from you? Again, I just think that right now we we just need to to bring some some ideas in from the outside, right? And and we need to bring a, a guy in that from with with new ideas that's not part of this family of coaches. I think that's a that's an important thing. Or even if it is a family of the coaches that has been somewhere else, and then could, like it, it could be any of any of that. And so um, that's important. You know that's important because that's important that you're making sure you always evolve, right? And we are blessed with time, um, and that you know college coaches don't have sometimes because they're recruiting. And we're blessed with how much tape we're able to watch, how much tape we're watching on uh, you know prospects, and we see the other college you know college tape and things like that. So the evolution will not just be of you know, the things that this new coordinator will bring to the table um, as far as their scheme and things that we may not know a lot about, um, you know, because it is easy to look it out and say, oh, I like to do that, like to do that, like to do that, but not know everything there is to know about. It. And that's why you're bringing the coordinator in to, to bring those new ideas. But then you also, we're going to have this time over this next six months or five months or whatever it is to also study some own ideas ourselves. We'll go to a college. We'll go to see, we'll bring somebody in here to make sure we're studying uh, things that we want to learn more about, whether that's something we just want to learn more about, whether that's something that we were uh, deficient in last year. Um, those will be all the different topics of what our professional 
development is, and then um, and then you also have the things from from our offense that we've done done well in the past. This will be our offense. This will be the Philadelphia Eagles offense, um, not whoever you know name the coordinator's offense or na- my name on it or whoever Kevin Petulo's. It will be our offense, and really look forward to you know really evolving the offense and some things that I believe that by the end of the year, um, you know, got, got stale and it, we, you know, and we saw the way how that, that ended and statistically, you know, you finished positive on a lot of different things, but by the, obviously at one of six finish, you know, there was things that, that got stale and looking forward to, I, I just, I really see the beauty of what can happen, um, with bringing in this this new coordinator and where our offense can go because of it. Now, a couple more. Why do the offense get so stale? Trying, bro. We'll go Zach now. I'm sorry. I was saying, why did the offense get so stale? Was it because of the quarterback, the play call? Why did we all have our we all have a hand in it. Uh, we all have a hand in it, and I'll take in anything that happens on that field. We'll always start with with me. I don't care if that's offense, defense, or special teams. Um, and so I'll be the, the be on the front of that of you know where the, the staleness came from. Um, you know. Um, but they, but we did, you know. There was things that we we look at, and you know that we can we can do better, right? And whether that's the the pass game, whether that's the run game, whether that's the protections, there's there's parts of that in all areas that we look at and be like, ah, you know that that wore its course. And, and that doesn't mean that's your entire offense. That's just portions of it, right? Because you're still going to have staples that are that are staples for you that can be run against any defense at any time at any at any moment. Um, that was just some stale moments of, of all of those phases of, of the game that um, that I just mentioned. Alan, what perspective do you have now of the roster composition? And you, you made a few references to wanting to keep playing this weekend, like a team still playing this weekend. How do you think it compares to the team still playing this weekend? Yeah, I think we've we've always kind of had our own spin on roster building, and I think that at the same time I've talked a lot about, um, you know, if you keep following things as opposed to being at the head of the curve, then you're kind of getting the leftovers. Like you have to be ahead of it. And I, I think that um, when we've had uh, um, our best teams, we've been ahead of it. And so we continue to study that and try to figure out ways to do that. We study what's successful, what we think will be successful going forward. And I, I think in roster building, you're, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. I think that, you know, you could look at the four teams playing right now, and I promise you we can go over a couple of things they'd like to have back. You know, that's part of it. The most important thing we got to do is we got to have we got to have a vision for how we want it to look. We have to have a process that we want to have. And sometimes you can have a vision, you can have a process, and the result's not what you want, you know. And so you got to make sure that you're not overreacting to a result that, you know, maybe – just kind of was an aberration in the moment. And then you got to look at maybe is the process right? So I think just like coaches going through that, I think that's one of the things we're real about around here. You know, how can we get better? What can we do better to improve ourselves? You know, to me, uh, we're at a point here where the only thing that matters is winning. That's the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters is for us to put out a product on the field that gives us the best chance to win a championship every year. And I know we can do that because we've done it. And we'll continue to work as hard as we possibly can to continue to grow and learn from any adversity we have and do whatever we can to overcome that.